You're listening to the G-Force Podcast, presented by Burke Brokerage Real Estate. Hi, this is Gigi Burke with Burke Brokerage and G-Force for another podcast. I'm here with Debbie today, and we are with our new guest speaker, Adam Stump, who is the president of the Lake Area Business Alliance. So welcome. Hi, Gigi. Hi, Debbie. Thanks for having me. Hi, Adam. Good to see you. So um, the Lake Area Business Alliance was formed recently. Why don't you explain to our listeners why this business organization was formed for Lakeview? Sure. Um, There was a need for sure. Uh, I sat on the zoning committee for the LCIA, the Lakeview Civic Improvement Association, uh, for a long time. And I started to see recently, as in about a year ago, a year and a half ago, a rise in um, opposition to some pretty straightforward business variances, whether it be for a few additional parking spots or alcohol issues or anything that would come up, it would be met with strong opposition from um, the neighbors. Mm -hmm. And what I would see in those meetings would be four or five neighbors, the same neighbors, uh, would come out, speak out against whatever variance the business is looking for. And then the business would basically be just the owner sitting there and with really no backing whatsoever. Um, It was kind of sad to see because I'm a Lakeview resident and I wanted to see commercial development around the area. Mm -hmm. And what happened a lot of times would be either the project would just die or uh, lawyers or consultants would have to be hired and not many businesses around this area either can do that or want to do that just because... um, it, it gets expensive. So what I wanted to do was set up an organization, and luckily I represent uh, some of the business owners around town. Uh, so I had a, I started off with just not by myself. I met with um, a few of the business owners, and they were all interested in it because there was a need for it, and there was no other organization like it that was separate and apart from the other organizations around town right. mm-hmm. that could lend, I guess, a third voice uh, to the conversation regarding these variances and commercial issues, uh, to the city council member, um, to the state representative, uh, to the LCIA itself, right. and to the neighbors. So we tried. I tried to set up uh, a small contingent at first, and we we're going to have our first meeting, and uh, we had it at three Bs, right? So we support the local businesses um, that are our members, and about 25 people showed up and that you know blew my expectations out of the water so like i said it's all need based right so there was obviously a need there and uh from there and actually a funny story about that is i was talking with some of the initial board members and i said look if you know 10 people show up uh you know i don't know if i'm gonna be able to continue to do this because it's a lot of work uh just for 10 people but if let's say you know 20 people show up then it will continue to go on and anywhere in between we'll just make an executive decision and it turned out to be 25 people now i don't know if that was because of mark romig showing up and he's he was the the keynote speaker that night um and i don't know if y'all know mark or not but he's yeah, yeah new world's marketing tourism mm-hmm. and he's also the pa announcer for the saints right. uh so he showed up and i think that that was a good start. Well, I've been, uh, I think every meeting, and we've always had really good speakers that are very informative on citywide issues as well as local issues. So Thanks. I yeah. think that's why you continue to get a very good audience. 
Right. And uh, the quality of speakers is a big part of it. Um, you know, we've had Susan Spicer, Mark Romick, as I uh, previously mentioned, uh, Kassan Corbin, who's Sewage and Water Board Executive Director, um, uh, Ellen Lee from the mayor's office. Right. right. And I'm probably leaving somebody out. Well, I know Joe Jeruso <clears throat> and um, Stephanie Hilferty show up at every meeting and always have a wealth of information. So it helps me to help other people in the community that don't understand what's going on. So I think that is really helpful to see them on a regular basis. Right. And that, that's how the meetings are set up. So we want to have the keynote speaker. The, these general membership meetings occur three to four times a year. Um, and there's always a keynote speaker. Yeah. Uh, you know, those are the Mark Romigs and Susan mm-hmm. Spices. Then every single meeting we have State Representative Stephanie Hilferty come and Council Member Joe Jeruso come to give state and city updates. And they're there to answer any type of questions that the general membership may have. So why don't you touch on some of the um, the key points that some that have come up in some of these meetings, such as I know that they were working on the lakefront um, where Jefferson Parish meets Orleans at the where the Fitzgeralds used to be. I don't even uh, know what West End. West End. A lot of people refer to it as a West End redevelopment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the unique it's a unique situation because uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, ownership of that area. Let's say there's Orleans Parish and Jefferson Parish. There's a uh, state water bottom. So you have the state and you have two parishes basically that need to come together. Right. It's sometimes difficult to just to do with one municipality. Right. Here we have three bureaucracies, let's say. So luckily we have Stephanie Hilferty right. as our state representative who works great with Jennifer Friend Franken, who is the, um, the Jefferson Parish mm-hmm. council person uh, for that area. And then we have um, Joe Jerusa, I believe, is the council person for that area. Yes. Um, so those three individuals are working, have worked tireless, tirelessly and will continue to work tirelessly. But now there's legislation in place that I think was voted on. I'll have to double check with uh, Representative Hilferty. But to put in place what needs to be put in place for the council members mm-hmm. to push forward. And they've had endless meetings, but what's going to happen next is there's going to be a bidding process for contractors to go out um, and bid the redevelopment of that area. So hopefully in the not so distant future, we'll have multiple restaurants and recreation where those uh, old restaurants used to be. That's great news because I know people have been really waiting for that area to, to come back since Katrina. And we all remember fondly the restaurants that were out there. So it'll be nice to have some, some new options. Right. And, and that's kind of, a, you know, another prong to why I started LABA was what, you know, take for instance, let's say if three restaurants pop up in West End in that area that we're talking about right now. Well, the land value, the residential properties in that area and other properties will increase in value, right? So being a resident, it's not only... Um, the businesses need help with getting their variance through. As a resident and a neighbor, I want to see commercial development and commercial corridors mm-hmm. because it <clears throat> stabilizes my land value or makes it increase. Uh, it it lets the it lets the city uh, well, it provides uh, city resources to us. So if streets, mm-hmm. you know, not being fixed, then you know if we have a commercial corridor, then the mayor's office and the city council is likely to more look at us for city resources. I recently read a study 
that said that um, if you put a neighborhood movie theater in your neighborhood, it could potentially increase your home value 14 to 30 percent. Like a one screen theater like the Britannia Theater uptown. Exactly. Because it's desirable to live in an area where you can walk to certain places, Mm -hmm. get food in your neighborhood. Uh, Just this weekend, my wife and I, you know, we had a couple hours to ourselves and we were able to go in our neighborhood out to eat and get a drink and come back home. So that's desirable. Uh, Some neighbors, um, and we like to work with the neighbors, Mm -hmm. they're opposed to some things. And um, that that just needs to be worked out. And that's one reason why we're there. So we have a unified voice and we can work hand in hand with them. A lot of times it's just miscommunication and they just, you know, it shuts everything down and they're not even talking to each other. And it's usually a minor thing that can be worked through. So Right. And I agree with that. And the and all of our businesses who are members of the alliance, they want to to make sure that the neighbors are happy. It sounds to me like you're trying to be sort of a bridge between the businesses and the residents to inform and help people make good decisions or or not oppose something if they don't really have all the answers or know the whole issue. And we're a third part to the bridge is communicate with the city and, mm-hmm. and, the, and the officials, too, because it makes it makes their life easier if they have one unified voice right. that we've discussed it with other members of the public and then now they can make a more informed decision themselves well it's an incredible tax base um and so part of the reason that the entire corridor of harrison was changed to commercial was there was no available properties for a lot of people that wanted businesses including myself to find a place to have your business so it was either rent from someone or, you know, you wouldn't be able to buy anything. And so when they decided to change the entire Harrison Avenue to commercial, um, you know, it was a fight at first. Um, but I think once people understood what the restrictions were, um, but now they, they continue to change. And so there's a lot of overlays and, you know, they're trying to fine tune that. And I think everybody wants the same thing. You just can't put so many restrictions that it keeps businesses from coming. Because the same people who are complaining about businesses are also complaining about taxes and taxes being too much and, and you know, the, the streets needing repairs and more police and less crime. And they have to understand you have to have money to be able to have protection and pave streets and so forth. So my big thing was to always have a very strong commercial in every area of the city and make it like little townships. And I think we've done really well with that in Lakeview. And I appreciate all your, you know, business support because sometimes they're just, you're like standing alone. Mm -hmm. They don't have that support system like a community does where they know each other. So I really appreciate that. But um, I also wanted you to touch on the Lafitte Parkway Mm -hmm. and how that um, might lend itself to Lakeview and commerce and, um, you know, more community. That was one of the first initiatives we ever took up as a board. Um, so the way, and just to kind of give you a little background, we have general membership meetings, which is really socialization and, and uh, informational type meetings. And then there's a board of LABA too that takes up policy or we take stances on certain issues. Um, and uh, Gigi's actually a member of the board. And we have all we have uh, a bunch of other members, and the board's really open to anybody, even residents. We have some resident members as well. So, one of the first things that we took up as a board was uh, whether we should support the extension of the Lafitte Greenway into Lakeview or not. Um, 
it was voted unanimously to approve it after we had Sophie Vore, Vorhoff uh, come and speak to us, who is the executive director of the Friends of Lafitte Greenway. Uh, the extension would be from uh, around the Bud's Broiler-ish area on City Park mm-hmm. uh, into Lakeview, uh, all the way to Canal, and it would stop there, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's on diagonal. It would basically be in the backyard of uh, Susan Spicer's restaurant, uh, Rosedale. Uh, there's a vacant piece of commercial property there as well that will definitely be developed once it gets through, right? Mm-hmm. And that's going to be one of the benefits that we talked about in one minute. Um, and there will be some safe uh passageways to get over city park or through city park um that does a lot because if you look at the history of the lafitte greenway it used to be just no lights uh crime would happen on it before it was the lafitte green which is an abandoned railroad right um now if you go look at it it's a lit path that's being secured uh 24 7 and it's being cleaned 24-7, basically. And they're doing a good job. And businesses are popping up wrong iron down the street. There's right. you know, a brewery down here. There's a, you know, a place to board your pets. There, there's all these places. And people want to move to those areas for the reasons we talked about before, right? Because mm-hmm. they want to have resources available to them close by. Um, we would get that in a very small portion of Lakeview, right? But it, you'll see a dramatic um, improvement because right now it's still that dimly lit abandoned railroad, right? right? So we'll see uh, Rosedale likely uh, will increase in their revenues and they're going to stick around for a while once that gets through. That that vacant piece of property is going to be developed, no doubt, once the Lafitte, once the Lafitte Greenway gets through. So it's we're not benefiting from the Lafitte Greenway yet, um, but I have a feeling we're going to be soon. Mm-hmm. We sent a letter of support in. The mayor's on board, Judge Russo's on board, everybody's on board supporting it, all the city council members. Um, And what you'll see also is that's a a resource for all of Lakeview because you can hop on there and go all the way down to the French Quarter on your bike, right? Right. So now all those businesses are being, you know, serviced even more by residents of Lakeview. Mm -hmm. And people can come into our neighborhood and service our businesses as well. So it seems like a win-win-win, maybe four wins, uh, for everybody involved. I've so, biked on it. It's absolutely beautiful. It's really great. And so clean. Right. Um, never felt, you know, any kind of threat at all, you know, because it goes all the way to the French Quarter. Um, mm-hmm. So as soon as you get off of it, it starts to get complicated as to how to get to the quarter where it ends. Like they need to continue it a little <laughs> bit closer to the quarter because right. it's right before the quarter that it ends. But it is absolutely beautiful. And I think... Um, we've had some issues where those old rail- railroad tracks are in Lakeview with mm-hmm. abandoned cars, stolen cars being dropped mm-hmm. off. It's very dark. And um, so I don't think it's it's um, it's only going to help having it lit and people on it, you know, walking and so forth. So is there a timeline for that if it gets approved? Like what what's the process after that? And how long would it take, you think, for it to be extended? So I don't know what the total timeline would be. I know it's a a year or two plant, just planning it. So once you get approved, then you have to go through the planning process and that's just a year or two. And then construction after that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. That's for Sophie and the city council to figure <laughs> out. It seemed like it yeah. moved really quick when they did it before. I don't. I just don't think it's that complicated. I know that y'all have some parcels that are kind of complicated. That's probably gonna be the hardest hurdle yeah. to right. get those people to concede or, or work with them 
through mm-hmm. their issues. From what I'm being told, it's uh, maybe one business owner or one business that may have an issue, but it's a, it's a you can work around it. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. You can work if you have awesome. to, but like awesome. we like we like harmony, so yeah, yeah, we'll likely work it work it out. So speaking of harmony, how do you guys communicate what you're working on with, for example, LCIA, which we all know is like you know for the residents, but how does is there a partnership between um, LABA and LCIA? It depends on the issue that that we're um, trying to tackle or we're helping with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a relationship with the LCIA president. Um, and I'll call him and kind of give him a heads up. Look, this is what we're doing on this particular issue. If you want to join forces, let's do it. If not, you know, this is kind of your heads up. Uh, so that, that's typically how it works out. That's great. Yeah, that was always a business um, committee inside of Lakeview Civic, which I'm sure they probably still have, huh? The, it's been defunct for a while. Yeah. Um, and that's why some people, uh, some people were a little confused in the beginning. They're like, right. is this LCIA? I said, no, it's not because we don't want to... Uh, because I think some of the businesses, uh, what would happen would, would be this: LCA would go take a stance, and they would, and the businesses would say, "Oh, you're just favoring the residents, right?" And then they would go take another stance on something else, and they're not put in the greatest position because they're right. trying to represent everybody. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So th- there was a little bit of hesitation there for some businesses. And now they realize we're totally separate. We're, we work with everybody, mm-hmm. but we're totally separate. Yeah. We, we have our own letterhead, so to speak, right? We take our own positions. Uh, we try to work with everybody, but this is more economic-driven, a responsible economic uh, development that tries to incorporate everything, everybody. But at, at the end of the day, we're here with a business alliance, so we're here for the businesses that are responsibly developing our area. Well, tell our listeners when the next meeting might be that they could attend if they wanted to. So the next meeting is tracking towards next year. <laughs> Oh, okay. um, so it's, it'll be 2020 in January at some point. Um, but always, you can always email me at adam.m.stumpf, S-T-U-M-P-F, at gmail.com. And then there's our website, lakeareabusiness.com, where the meetings will be posted. And you can put your name and email address in there. It'll come directly to me, and I'll put you on the uh, distribution list. And do, can they get information about what's happened at previous meetings if they wanted to read up on um, what's happened? The website right now is really just a place to RSVP for the okay. meetings, but I'm happy to provide any information from any of our speakers because um, it's a lot of information. Yes. Uh, when when Kassan Gorbin comes, who's the head of uh, Sewage and Water Board, and literally he showed, before the meeting starts, he's showing me pictures of cars being pulled out, and that, that was when that meeting happened. Right. Um, it was the uh, same week, I think. It was the same day that they were yes. pulling out oh, the cars. And uh, so he's like, hey, before the news gets out, here's the next car that's being pulled out. Uh, you would imagine there's a lot of people who have a lot of questions that come right. to that meeting, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of information uh, at the general membership meetings. The board meetings, uh, like I said, if you want to become a member of the board, contact me and we'll put you through the process. Uh, you know, it's, it requires a vote as per the bylaws, but... That's where we really get into the nitty gritty of mm-hmm. what type of stances we're going to take. Okay. Well, I appreciate your organization because whenever we go to a meeting, we know exactly what's going to happen. There's an agenda and we stick to it and they're very quick and concise. So I appreciate your leadership in that area because I know it was needed. Um, and I like the way that, you know, you're part of the community and you want what's right for the community and not just 
you know, not just the businesses, but both the residents and the businesses, because uh, we want everybody to to find a <clears throat> meeting point somewhere. So appreciate your time today, yeah. Adam. Well, thanks, Adam. Thanks for coming thanks in. Thanks for your service, too. Thank you for listening to the G-Force podcast presented by Burke Brokerage Real Estate. Please subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes and visit us online at gforcebygg.com. <laughs>